One of the questions that we love to ask people um, is what if you could take each of your donors or even your potential donors to the front lines of what you do? Well, a well-told story through video is the best way to bring the front lines to your audience. Welcome to episode 53 of the Ministry of Scale podcast. I'm your host, Chad Williams. Join us as we discuss trends, learn from experts, and share practical tips to help your ministry multiply its digital impact. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm always captivated by a good story. Whether that story happens in a book I'm reading or somebody just telling me, or in video. As you know, video can be a powerful method to be able to tell a good story. Well, today we get to hear from Mike Sucroft, who's the founder and president of Reliance Studios. Mike shared with us at the Digital Ministry Conference earlier this year. Listen as he shares some practical tips of how you can improve your video storytelling. Thankful to be here. Uh, thankful for Chad uh, with 5Q for inviting me. Um, as Kenny said, my name is Mike Sucra, and I'm the founder of Reliance Studios. Uh, Reliance, a film production company. We're, we're based in Nebraska, but we happen to be, so while we happen to be located in the Midwest, we've had the privilege of working with nonprofit organizations and ministries, Christian ministries across the country. Uh, some of the notable organizations that we work with on a regular basis include uh, Love Justice International, uh, Homes for Our Troops, Lutheran Braille Workers, um, SIL International, and Jesus Film Project. Um, we produce videos that serve a variety of purposes, uh, but most of the videos we produce have a development component tied to them. And because of that, our passion and our skills are really aligned to produce doc style heartfelt videos that make people say, I get that and I wanna be a part of that. So let me share my screen here so we can start our presentation here. So a trip to the front lines, uh, read a story. So, one of the questions that we love to ask people, one of the questions that we love to ask people um, is what if you could take each of your donors or even your potential donors to the front lines of what you do? What if they could spend a day with a homeless teen and hear their story of abuse that they went through as a child that led them on the path that they're on now? Um, or what if they could spend a day with a mother in a part of the world uh, where there's uh, tons of persecution against Christians and hear her tear-filled uh, daily prayers uh, for just protection uh, from violence for her children. Uh, that would probably bring pretty astounding results, but it's also pretty, it's also just not feasible uh, to take your audience to the front line. So, so then what? Well, a well-told story through video is the best way to bring the front lines to your audience. Now, as a team of eight filmmakers, uh, we certainly have a lot of capabilities and resources that allow us to influence our clients' audiences through industry tools such as lighting, uh, camera movement, and um, even custom music. But today, I want to talk you. I want to actually walk you through a really simple video that we produced eight years ago. Um, as much as I would love to show off some of our more recent work, uh, we actually chose this video because. Uh, those styles and production value have changed. The principles of story remain timeless. And this video remains a favorite of ours because of that. So let me introduce you to Rita. Now, Rita grew up in a small town near Selma, Alabama. But in spite of growing up in relatively modern times uh, and living in one of the wealthiest nations in the world, uh, Rita's house didn't have, uh, it didn't have indoor plumbing. It didn't have running water. It didn't have a bathroom. Uh, food uh, and money were scarce. 
uh, and she knew that the best ticket out of poverty for her was a quality education. And she had a really, really powerful story to share about how education transformed her life. And we knew we, that we knew that that story would really resonate with the hearts of the school's donor audiences. So our goal was to empower her to publicly share some of the most vulnerable parts of her story. So I want to share, I want to actually show you her story. Uh, and then uh, we'll walk through it. Um, I want to show you her story here and walk you through the techniques we use to find and draw her story out on camera. And because videos do not go well uh, when you embed them in Keynote and play them over Zoom, I'm actually going to share video. So Okay, here's Rita's story. It's a two-minute video. I remember when I was in high school and we got ready to graduate. And I went to my counselor and she told me that I was not college material. And she said that I should take a job at the factory because I should not apply to any colleges because I would not make it. I believed her. Dr. McNair Ramsey, he was uh, the pastor at Emmanuel Lutheran Church. And he said, hey, he said, are you in college? And I said, no, sir, I never even thought about college. He said, you ever heard of Concordia? No. And he said, we're gonna bring some teachers. He said, would you be interested if we brought some teachers to the church to have some classes like during the week? Sure. That's how I got interested in what education really was all about. You know, it wasn't just about books and stuff. It was about somebody caring enough and seeing something in you and wanted you to be your best. Dr. Ramsey has been with me since the beginning. I remember when I started back to school during my last two years, a few years ago, he had gotten really, really sick. And I said, I'm back in school. And he said, you know what? If it's God's will, I'll be at your graduation. And he was there. He was the first face that I saw when I walked through those doors. I can look at the kids in my classroom and tell them, it does not matter where you started. It does not matter. That does not have to be where you end up. But that's what I've learned from coming to Concordia. I did not believe in myself. Not until I started here. And I want to instill that in somebody else's child. Okay, so that was Rita's story. Um, now, now let's talk a little bit about story finding. So to bring your audience to your front lines, uh, we would say go to the ends of the earth to uncover the stories that will best connect to your audience's hearts. And uh, in order to start that process, uh, we say begin with a messaging strategy. So before even embarking on the story finding for any project, we always start with the creation of a simple messaging strategy. Make sure you know your goals for the video and you know your audience and what they, uh, what they like and what they respond to. So know your goals. Uh, what is the purpose of sharing this story? And what do we need to communicate? And then when it comes to know your audience, uh, what are they, who is our audience? What are, what are they like? Knowing your goals and your audience will serve you really well throughout the entire process. It will become your anchor as to what stories are selected 
uh, and how they are told and how they are edited. So I'll say it again, know your goals and know, know your audience. Uh, so when it comes to Concordia's goals and audience, with, with Rita, the goals of the video we were producing were to share a story of triumph from the university and to show that education changes life, lives. And the target audience was donors who respond to messages of overcoming adversity. So the pre-interview. So with your messaging strategy in your hip pocket, the next step is to conduct pre-interviews with anyone whose story you are considering. We sent a producer to Selma, uh, who spent an entire day in rotation with students and faculty uh, who came in to tell us their stories. And uh, we would say pre-interviews are key in telling a successful story. You want to know what you're working with. You want to know how it's going to play out, all while leaving, leaving room for, for surprises, of course. But, but pre-interviews are very different from actual interviews in that their strokes are much more broad. Uh, you're looking for a storyteller fit rather than digging for details. And in order to remember the stories accurately, and also we like to screen for potential stage fright a little bit. Uh, we used to bring a small camera or a smartphone uh, to record it. Uh, but more recently, we actually do all of our pre-interviews over Zoom. But even their response to us telling them that we're recording the Zoom session is, is often a really good indicator of potential future stage fright. Um, so the, the pre-interviews, they, they discover like some really, really important things for us. Like the first one is, do they have a story to tell? Um, especially if you're working with a, a, larger, a larger organization you know, it's kind of like the game of telephone. It, you know, someone might tell a story who told us, told someone else about that story, et cetera. There's, there's been, it's amazing how many times we've sat down and we've pre-interviewed someone and we found out that their story was actually radically different than what we thought it was gonna be. I'd also find out ahead of time, are your storytellers comfortable on camera? Like we mentioned, just telling them that we're recording the Zoom session, uh, your, your greatest storytellers are gonna like totally forget that you said that and they're just gonna get lost in their story. Uh, do you need their story for this particular project? Uh, and they, can they be vulnerable and display emotion? So some of the pre, here's some pre-interview questions that we like to ask. Uh, the first one is, tell me your story. It's not really a question, but it's a great place to start. Um, how did your story impact you emotionally? What is something you want people to know about your story? And how did our organization help? And one of our favorite questions, uh, it's amazing that the responses, the, the, the very profound responses we get from the answer. And when people answer this question is, what would it have been like if we, our organization, our ministry had not been there? So Rita's pre-interview, we actually have a clip of her pre-interview. So I'm going to share that. And then we'll kind of dive into that a little bit. So yeah, this, I mean, college wasn't, no. On your, no. On your no. I was told in high school that uh, I should not consider college by my counselor. Um, there was a, a um, sewing factory in Monrovia, Vanderbilt. Okay. And my counselor told me to consider working at Vanderbilt or not consider going to college, even though I graduated in top 10% of my class. There was not the encouragement there. So that's what I did when I went to the high school. Went to work at the sewing plant. So question, let me open up my chat. Um, you're not supposed to see this part yet. Pretend you can't see that. Um, 
But uh, just just in the chat, um, what were some things that you all saw in, in just that little clip from Rita's pre-interview that may, might make you think that she would be a good person to put on camera? If anyone wants to type anything that they saw in Rita's story that might make them think that she'd be a good candidate. So Barb, you can relate to her. Uh, Leanne, yes, definitely some emotion. Um, and yeah, I mean, you can see that, that those are some things that we, and vulnerable for sure, um, those were some of the things that we saw as well. Um, we saw that she was like willing to emote on camera. Uh, she also had some unique story details. Uh, these are great. These are great answers that are coming in. These are absolutely the things that we look for authenticity, vulnerability, transparency, being natural. Um, just her talking about, growing, you know, you can, you can picture a young Rita fresh out of high school uh, working in a sewing factory in unpleasant condition. And uh, it's just some vivid details to her story. And she was really good at kind of just painting that picture. Um, and then she had a story that met the school's goals. Um, so that was really important as well. So now that we've kind of chosen our, our storytellers uh, and we're to the actual interview. Um, so you'll want to take your pre-interview and select the storyteller who's the best fit according to your messaging strategy. You can outline the story into the parts that you want to tell on production day. So for example, using the pre-interview to help you outline a story's challenge, struggle, and resolution is a surefire way to produce a video that will drive results. And after you've outlined the story, write interview questions based on the pieces of the story you want to tell. When you arrive to conduct an interview, there's a handful of things you can do to ensure a successful interview. Uh, the first one, and, and probably the most important one, work on yourself first. Um, this, is, this is so important. We can't stress this enough. Make sure your heart is in the right place. Make sure you actually really care about the person and their story. Uh, because it was a Christian school, Kristen, our interview, and Rita actually prayed together first uh, and made sure that she just felt really, really comfortable before we started. Um, watch your nonverbals. Just, just pay attention to how you're sitting. Watch your uh, maintain an open stance and sit in a relaxed position. Um, engage your facial expressions a lot because you can't really verbally respond to someone if you're recording because the microphone will pick up your audio. So just, uh, and then the other thing is, is when it comes to nonverbals, don't take notes. Um, that leads people to kind of wonder what you're writing down. Um, plus you'll have everything recorded. Uh, and then peel the onion. Kind of what this is, 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 is uh, uh, there's kind of the psychological factor um, where you have to kind of go back and ask the same question kind of multiple times throughout an interview. Uh, the first time you ask someone to tell, tell them about their story, they're likely going to give you kind of the, the surface response that they've, that they've shared a hundred times with other people. Um, the next time you go back around, you'll, you'll probably get the emotional response. Um, and for a lot of people, that's like, oh, cool, we, we got it. But there's one more layer. Um, and it's asking the question, uh, what did this mean to you? And when we asked that question to Rita, it led her to the statement, it does not matter where you started. That is not where you have to end up. But that's what I learned coming to Concordia. I did not believe in myself, not until I started here. And I want to instill that in someone else's child. So I know that I am nearly out of town. So let that uh, out of time. Let's tie it all together. So craft a messaging strategy um, that's clear and simple. Let it anchor all of your decisions going forward. Conduct pre-interviews to determine which storyteller is your best fit for your video and come to the actual interview armed with some great interviewing techniques uh, that will serve to create connection, invite emotion, and encourage vulnerability. Um, if you do these things, and especially if you uh, work on yourself first, I'm going to share one more video. It's about 30 seconds long. This would be the ideal ending um, to any, any interview uh, is what I'm about to share here. Thank you.
You don't know what you've done. You don't know what you've done for me. You just don't know. Well, thank you, Christian. Y'all, you white people, I tell you, don't do Joe. Don't do Joe. Gosh, I'll just pull stuff out of people. <laughs> Love that. I wish that was the ending um, to every one of our, our presentations, to, to our interviews, but we, we do often become uh, very good friends with the people that we put on camera. Um, and when you work on yourself first, you know, you're not exploiting someone's story, you're, you're empowering them to share their story with the world. So with that, I will, I have concluded. Thank you very much. You know, I really appreciated how Mike talked about how they use the pre-interview to almost pre-qualify whether a person is going to be a good storyteller or not on camera. Well, I hope today that you're able to get some good tips on how to improve your video storytelling as you strive to capture the hearts of your audience. As always, I just want to say thank you so much for listening. You know, if you have a burning topic that you'd love to hear us address, just let us know. You can drop a note to me personally at chad.williams at 5q.com. That's chad.williams at fiveq.com. And until next week, keep learning, keep growing, and keep impacting your world for Christ.